0: Welcome to Welcome to Welcome to Self Shark Self Shark Self Shark Podcast <laughs>
1: Episode 10 of the Cell Shock Podcast, I'm your host, Rob Pickett, aka JediFan421, and with me once again, I have Mr. Eric Bayer, aka the Doc. What's going on, Eric?
0: Yo!
2: it's happening? Good. I'm good. What's going Another episode. What are we doing? Are we live? Hell yeah. We're, We're live. We're live. Is this recorded? is We're live? live. Which
1: one? <laughs> it's both. It's everything. Right. It's everything All right. and nothing. Alright.
2: I gotta wash my tongue then. What's up?
1: And, once again, she's back from her brief hiatus, but we are welcome to be joined, once again, by Miss Kelly Burke. What's going on, Kelly?
3: Hey, how's it going? Did you miss me?
1: Well, I think a lot of people missed you, so it's good to have you back. Um, And joining us today, uh, today's guest is all the way from Orange County, California... We have Miss Rachel... Uh, I don't want to... Votina. Wotina. Okay, that's how you pronounce your last name. Wotina.
4: Like, oh. whoa, Tina.
1: <laughs> there, there you go. Miss Rachel Wotina. What's going on, Rachel? Good, good to have you on. Just
4: represent um... the OC, you know. <laughs> catching them sick waves. Doing doing my thing.
1: Were you a fan of the show, The OC, on the Fox Network?
4: Never saw it, bored me in ten
1: seconds. <laughs> hey, that that's uh that's a pretty accurate description. Uh, but uh yeah. Um so, you know. Uh it's good to have you on. Uh I Thanks. believe uh I guess we'll get uh right into it. Um, we me and Kelly anyway, we met you uh at Game Days this past yeah. year. I was there, and that was That was actually think about that was more than a month ago at this point, yeah,
4: it's ancient news,
1: yeah, so and, and you know we've talked about it on the last three podcasts, so we won't go into it uh too much, yeah, Eric is just a big fan every time we talk about it, so um but yeah standard <laughs> we won't talk about it too much, but um, yeah, it was great to uh see everyone there and uh, I guess since we we've talked about this the past couple weeks but Rachel and Kelly what, what were your favorite moments from game days and uh, I, I guess Kelly do you want to go first since uh, I
3: I did, guess... I did I never share mine
1: no I don't think you did
3: really, <laughs>
1: really? Um, never
3: I don't I can't even can I go second
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> okay well well Rachel, uh, Kelly is passing the ball on to you what what were your what were your what were your what was your favorite or or favorite moments of of uh this past game days
4: I love the whole experience on autotopia um I was in the driver's seat my my boyfriend was next to me and I was refusing to put my hands on the wheel and he was driving for me
0: oh and wow. then
4: um I really liked uh Cheering in Royce as he came in on Autotopia, we had this huge group. Me and my friend Raymond like led it, just like cheering for him for no reason. Like, yeah, Royce, you did it! You you completed it! You're the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was great seeing Royce there. Um, yeah, I think people cheered for Royce and people cheered for uh, for Kurt Dog as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, that was really fun. Utopia is always a really fun ride. As I said before on previous uh, podcasts, I went on Utopia with uh, Miss Kelly Fitzpatrick, uh, who recently actually uh, put out her first uh, full comic book as a as a full time colorist. So, yeah. yeah, congratulations to Kelly. So, um, Kelly,
4: what's your um what's your well, to- favorite moment?
1: Yeah. So yeah, Kelly, yeah. What did you uh, figure out?
4: Um. Well,
3: I really enjoyed getting coffee with Kelly, and then having the barista write Kelly B and Kelly F on our coffees, and then taking a picture. Uh, <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. Uh Definitely. Hence, it's my profile photo still. Um. <laughs> uh. The actual Sunday. Um. Man. Uh. What? I it's like. Just a whole bunch of awesome Autopia was great. Also uh, uh ate lunch with er- Eric and Brian um and some other fans. That was fun. Yeah. Um
1: We had dinner at the Hungry Bear, didn't we? And uh Eric came over to us and talked about expanding game days.
3: Yeah, that, really that cool. yeah, that was really cool.
1: And we talked with Rocco for a little bit too.
3: Yeah,
0: and
1: we ate in in the darkness. Um... Yeah, we ate in the back corner of the Hungry Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And then, uh, yeah, we stuck around for the midnight crew for the most blurry-ass photo of game days. (laughs) (laughs) I just love how Royce and... And Rachel, I don't know if if you saw the... I'm sure you've seen it, but I just love how Royce and uh, and Ashley V are are, cl- are like in clear focus in the left hand corner, and then the whole Midnight crew are just totally blurry and out of focus. Yeah, I love that. it's
4: she's. I love how she's like giving this like really angry stare to the camera too.
1: Yeah, Ashley has this like really intense death stare. Yeah. I've noticed. <laughs>
3: I also liked uh, going on Space Mountain, and you were you were on the same ride as me, Rob. Yeah, yeah that's that was, right. That was fun.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, I'll definitely post uh, links to all the pictures. Uh, yeah, because there's some pretty good ones. You know what's weird is I totally forgot that Space Mountain takes a photo of you at the end of the ride, so I just made this like stupid face. There wasn't <laughs> anything at all, and everyone else was like screaming and yelling and making funny faces <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah game days game days was really fun i mean it was my first time in california first time to disneyland uh it was a lot of fun a lot of fun meeting meeting you and and meeting you rachel and Man, uh
4: california is overrated <laughs> <laughs>
1: Really? I I mean I've heard nothing but great things. <laughs> it's all
4: right. I mean Yeah, why do you say that? And then there's some really bad areas.
1: I'm sure. Um yeah. What is it the Rachel, what is the town in California that um that's like really known for like meth use? that Breaking Bad was supposed to be said in Riverside. I think it's called Riverside, California. Yeah,
4: Riverside, you don't want them over in your town. <laughs> we call them 909ers, because that's their area code.
1: Uh-huh. Are they, like, really, like, infamous? They're
4: bros. They're bros, and they make a mess in your town. You don't invite like them.
1: Oh, wow. Well... well. That, ironically, from my friend, I have a friend who actually lives in Riverside that isn't a bro, but yeah, he talks about that all the time, how the people in Riverside are totally obnoxious.
4: I live in a classy place. I live in Huntington Beach. That's way better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> classy town. That's where the Aquabats are from, so...
1: Oh, really? Oh, wow.
4: We got Aquabats and we got, um, Events
0: Sevenfold. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> cool.
1: You're like running the gambit there. <laughs> oh, that's great. Suck it,
4: Newport.
1: <laughs> Suck it, random California beach town. Fuck
4: uh, the fuck, man.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really know what would be the Riverside. Uh, equivalent in New York City,
3: downtown Brooklyn, it's New but,
4: York City be the new like down. I, I road, guess it, South it, Brooklyn, the Bronx,
1: yeah. the Bronx maybe.
4: Isn't all of New York?
1: Oh, I, oh, okay. I see how it is, Rachel. <laughs> oh, I see how it is, you West Coast. You, hey, you I
4: know. grew up. I I spent I spent my first five years there, man.
1: I spent You're my first
4: don't know things about New York.
1: I spent like, my first twenty years here, so
4: that sounds worse.
1: It actually is not too bad. I grew up on Long Island for my first, for the first 18 years, so. Same here! Oh, that's right, Eric still lives on Long Island.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm I'm a home native here, I'll beat y'all.
3: Oh, you're, you're right across the, uh, the sound for me, like, yep. I, I see Long Island from, like, my beach.
2: <laughs> yep, right across the LIS. You guys
4: should go hang out. Yeah, we
3: take the ferry and
2: <laughs> yeah meet up halfway in the middle of the sound hang out in the middle of this salty, swampy area
0: <laughs> yeah
2: why not I I, I uh, took um, an oceanography class in high school and uh, I think I've taken like a bunch of field trips to that area already don't want oh, to so you, you I know it's I know not, well
4: not the person hmm so you want to go see the area but you don't want to see her
2: no the other way around
0: Oh.
4: <laughs> and take her to California. It'll be cute. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, Rachel Kelly is already in a relationship.
4: No, never enough relationships. Always date more.
0: Whoa!
1: Whoa!
4: Man, Mormon. I'm a Mormon over here. Uh, all <laughs> the married. <laughs>
1: I didn't know that all Mormons were (laughs) polygamous.
4: No, just mostly me. And also I'm not a Mormon. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: But are you polygamous?
4: Yeah, of course I am.
2: There you go. There
1: you go, that's the important part.
4: Well, I'm more of a swinger. Whatever.
1: Alright. swinger, that's like some...
2: Yeah, we don't need to be politically correct on here, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck.
0: It. You're
1: like John Favreau in that Vince Vaughn movie, Swingers. That's the only good movie that Vince Vaughn has been in. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but. No. It's... That. Hey Pat, should
4: have, like call him
1: out on Twitter
4: or something.
1: <laughs> call out Vince? Vince Vaughn as a Twitter.
2: Who doesn't these Vince days? Don't.
1: Who oh, doesn't? Don't. I can name like ten celebrities that do not have a Twitter. Go. Okay, Daniel Radcliffe, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, uh, uh well, Got two. well, those are, those are the ones that matter, anyway, uh, you know, I could say, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it, um, uh, Val Kilmer doesn't have a Twitter, but no one gives a shit about Val Kilmer. <laughs>
2: Wait, why doesn't Jennifer Lawrence? I thought she was supposed to be hip. Like, she's like the normal girl like everyone else. And every normal girl is on Twitter. What's up I,
1: ironically, that's the one normal thing she does not have. She does not have an official Twitter.
2: Well, I'm returning this engagement ring. Fuck it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: Aww,
4: Broken dreams.
2: Yeah. Left and right on yeah. this guy.
1: Speaking of Jennifer Lawrence, has anyone seen the Hunger Games Catching Fire or no?
2: I saw the first one.
4: No.
1: No. Have you seen it, Rachel? No,
4: man. I got what
1: to do. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. So, and I haven't seen the first Hunger Games.
4: Woo! We all get laid here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did it high fives all around.
1: High fives. Because, you know. The people that watch The Hunger Games never have never had sex. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I will
2: like. To, I would like to point out that a majority of conversations I've seen about going to see that movie have been people trying to make dates with like their significant other go to see it, but I doubt they get laid afterward.
4: Yeah, that just like kills the mood.
2: Yeah, like they think like, Literally. oh, this is gonna be like a. They think that this is gonna be like the night, and then they go see it, and they're like, I don't know about this anymore. I think yeah. people break up after they see that movie. As a matter of fact.
4: Definitely, they should see something more romantic like Saw.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the best date movie, Saw.
2: Let's go back to we'll go back in time, 2004, and see the first Saw movie again. Be like brand new.
1: (laughs) They look brand new. Brand new first date movie, Saw. (laughs) Oh god. Uh, Now, now you're bringing back bad memories for me. Bad first date. Bad first dates. Like I never go on a first date to like the movies anymore. Why? What uh, happened to the
2: movies? That's I
1: funny. I went to see this. I went to see the movie On the Road, uh, which is an adaptation of the Jack Kerouac novel. Kel- Kelly, I don't know if you've heard of the of Jack Kerouac. Considering yeah. you're an English major, have you read On the Road?
3: Uh, I no.
1: No. And uh, Rachel, have you heard of the movie or the book, On the Road?
4: No way, man.
1: Um, well, basically...
4: Last time. I... <laughs> Much pussy.
1: <laughs> well, basically, it's just... It's about Jack Kerouac in the 1950s and 40s and just his travels. and. Uh, the movie was not good and it was, at times, pretty boring. And I just sat there in the theater with this girl trying to, like, maybe make a slight, like, move, but Uh-oh. she just wasn't having it. And Damn. <laughs> so.
2: She wasn't on the same road?
1: No. What?
4: What? <laughs> a guy who wants a girl who doesn't want him. Why is that funny to me? I don't... Megan64 has always proved that to be funny.
1: Yep. Yeah. They have. But, uh, yeah. That's probably, that's why I just don't do first dates at the moves anymore. There's not a whole lot of interaction. You don't Maybe. get to really know the person.
4: Yeah. And... For second date. Second yeah, date. second yeah. or third date. Right on.
2: Right there.
1: But, uh yeah. I don't know. Have you guys ever had a bad movie date before? <laughs> or no?
4: No way, man. <laughs> I
3: never leave. I've never been on a movie date. Really? At least not, like... I've never been on many dates, though to be honest, it's always just, like, hang out with friends, and then, like, oh, let's hang out, kind of like, I, th- I think Sean was, de- wow, why well, do I have to relate everything to Mega64, <laughs> that's not cool, never mind,
1: <laughs> no, it's fine, no, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> let's talk about this, Kelly, because
3: he just, he just talked about it, like, I think, on last week, when uh, he said how, like, his wife now they've never really gone on a date it's just sort of like hey i know you let's hang out and like it's it's never like oh it's random person uh do you want to like go do something and see if we like each other i've i've gone on one of those and it was with a group of people because uh it's like Nowadays, you can you you know or you can't really be too careful and it was just like it was in New York City too, so it was just like uh mm-hmm. so it was like a big group thing even yeah. then yeah. so um
1: was this yeah. with Jim or was this with somebody else no no <laughs> okay,
3: it did not work out with this person
1: uh-huh now was this was this at the same time I think you told the story. A few episodes ago on the podcast about you went to New York City and, uh, you were at this bar with some friends, was this during that time or is this a separate trip to New York City?
3: Uh, that was, that was another trip. Okay. It, wait, you're talking about the guy that I gave him, uh... Yeah. Yeah, that was a... Wait, what'd you give him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just realized how messed up that sounded. <laughs> uh, was it on this podcast? I, by yeah. anyway, like this guy like we, we, me and my two other uh lady friends we ran into this guy in new york city and like he took us to a bar and bought us drinks or whatever and then at the end of the night uh i slipped a piece of paper into his hand and uh it did not have any of my information on it it just said mega64.com
1: which i was absolutely brilliant
3: <laughs> i was it was Uh, in that moment in my in my inebriated like, mind, I thought it was the funniest thing ever Uh. (laughs)
1: I'm sure the guy didn't though (laughs)
0: who knows
2: maybe he thought that was like your personal campsite or something, you never know (laughs) maybe not when he actually found Mega64 but when he read the URL he might have interpreted it as something else and thought, ooh the
1: whole,
2: like, new age like way you give someone your number. You just give them your personal sex site. Fuck it.
1: Fuck it. Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Eric, have you ever been on a movie date or whatever with a girl and mm-hmm. it's gone wrong?
2: No, I can't think of, like, any time... I don't have any, like, bad movie stories, period. I feel like almost all of my experiences at movie theater have been neutral to... Extremely good. I don't know. I've never can't think of even a bad memory in a movie theater.
0: Hmm.
1: Well you're you're very lucky, my friend.
2: I don't I don't see how you fuck that up. I don't know, you go and you see a movie, you leave. I don't know. It's simple I, to me. <laughs> I
3: actually just remembered I went to the movies with my boyfriend and my then boyfriend and we saw Mr. and Mrs. Smith and I fell asleep somehow.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Mrs.
2: Smith. Yeah, I love it. Uh, uh, I've, uh, I've never fallen asleep during a movie except for one, and the only movie I've ever fallen asleep to that in the theater, I've fallen asleep to movies many times in my own home, but at a movie theater, I've only ever fallen asleep once, and that was when I went to see The Dark Knight with a bunch of friends, but... I, I, I like the movie a lot. I That was just after a long, long-ass day of, like, uh-huh. we were filming a video in the woods all day, and it was just, like, tiring and, you mm-hmm. know, being outside all day. And then we went to go see that. I was like, oh, hey, we can still catch the midnight screening of Dark Knight. Okay, and then we did that, and, like, halfway through it, I was just, like, all, like, fading out so bad. I was like, Jesus, I can't. This is a bad idea to see this. <laughs> How long is that movie? Like, two and a half hours? Like,
1: it's Yeah, it's long. It's, like, two-plus hours. Yeah,
2: I was just, like, out of it by, like when shit starts to really ramp up in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think the only movie where I have legitimately fell asleep for like more than like a minute was um, for this movie called Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy which came out in like 2011. Uh, I think it's like Gary Oldman was in it, Benedict Cumberbatch. It's based on a John, Jonathan LeCard novel. Uh... It's not a bad movie. I was just really tired. And there's just a lot of long dialogue sequences. And I just fell asleep and I woke up. Like, in 20 minutes of the movie, it just had <laughs> had went by. And I was like, oh, shit, what did I miss? And I just sat there watching the rest of the movie, not really understanding what was going on fully. <laughs> so, Yeah. I don't know. I, I I usually I like to pay attention when I'm yeah. watching movies. Same so. here.
2: Out, yeah, just taking it all in the experience. But exactly. I, that's why the only time I ever fallen asleep seems at one time where I just could not keep stay awake.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's the same thing with like watching like, uh, I think even like certain types of internet videos, like long internet videos. I mean. I like to not be too distracted, you know. Yeah, spe- yeah. especially like Mega sixty four stuff. Like if they put out like a, a decently length video, I usually like close all my brow, my tabs, and my browser and everything, and just concentrate on watching that. Um. Yeah, but uh, speaking of Mega sixty four, uh, Kelly, uh, you recently uh, did something mega 64 related do you want to talk about that
3: uh okay um I wrote an article for kill screen about mega 64 and comedy in and why it doesn't really work in video games a lot of the time and how they're able to make video games funny in their videos sort of loosely That's, those are the main themes going on there's some freud's boys talk um. And the the rubric is called. I don't know if if you guys uh noticed, but the rubric is is uh, we horation, which mm-hmm. is uh, uh oh, what what what's the word? Um. It's a pun on, uh, Mega sixty four meme, but it's also like, um, horation is a type of satire, uh. So that's what that means, because Mega Sixty Four says uh, we we Haitian from the that uh, that Hood Magic video, and then um...
1: which is a great video by the way. I'm yeah. gonna for uh... those for those who haven't seen Hood Magic, I'm just gonna link it in in the in the link dump. But uh, it's a it's one of the earlier Mega Sixty Four videos that they sort of latched onto, and just sort of has. Had the, the the jokes that they have made on the podcast and videos have just sort of spread a lot so definitely I'll, if you haven't seen that video check it out
3: yeah and uh, c- during the interview I asked them like I w- I started talking to them about like how they do Horatian satire and they didn't know what that meant but when they mm-hmm. heard it when Derek heard it he said we Horatian <laughs> so that's why I put that in there but for the most part yeah it's just a I interviewed them about what they do, and then like I asked them some questions about like why they think video game humor doesn't work and why it does work when it when it does work. Uh, and it's you can check it out on Kill Screen, um, which is um, a video games site that I've been reading for a while now. Uh, it's relatively new, um, and it, it was. Founded by a um, ex-Wall Street Journal reporter uh, who wanted to make a a, sort of a more serious like intellectual type video game uh, site and magazine they actually do print physical media um still and um, who knew who knew (laughs) and I'm interning there right now and they asked me to stay on for another quarter so it looks like i'm gonna be there in into 2014 and i'll probably write more i just don't know on what yet so congratulations
1: well congratulations kelly that's 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 amazing that's a great opportunity
3: and thank you for everyone who's sharing it and liking it and 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 even just like clicked on it because my editor was like yeah, this article is doing crazy well today, and I and it made me happy to see everyone retweeting it and and telling me they enjoyed it, and uh, it's been really humbling. So Absolutely. thank you all very much.
1: Yeah, and I'll de- of course I'll put that in a link dump for those who haven't seen it yet, who haven't read it. To I think it's a great article. I
4: definitely I uh, posted on um now loading Mega sixty four. It was yeah I saw that.
1: Yeah, that's right, Rachel. You run uh, the the I guess the unofficial Mega Sixty Four fan Tumblr.
4: Yeah, uh, I do that. I got I felt bad because I had like two different fans on my normal blog, and I wanted to split it off so it wasn't like Mega Sixty Four fans would unfollow me when I posted art. My art fans would unfollow me when I posted Mega Sixty Four. It was a mess.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you you run that blog with uh, two other people, right? Two other fans.
4: Yeah,
1: um, Boogie and Blue Rose. Blue Rose, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think her na- I think the Blue Rose's her her name is is Lita, I believe, yeah. right? Because she is. Do we know Boogie's name, name
4: is? No, we don't need to know. He's Boogie.
2: Oh, well, two out of three names. I don't know if I like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but I mean, you guys. I mean, that's a that's a great little that's a great little blog because. You know, uh, you know Eric Bedore and Rocco Bodhi of Mega sixty four both follow that blog, and you guys reblog a lot of fan art yeah, and videos got, and stuff like, like that. Yeah, we
4: got Brian, we got Frank Howley. We oh got yeah, Frank. Kevin.
1: Kevin, yeah, yeah. So you guys, yeah, you guys uh, get a lot of Mega sixty four fan stuff noticed by the by the guys, and I think that's great.
0: Yeah,
4: I love when I see someone who like posts something that's genuinely really cool, especially like fan art, and it has like one note and I'll put it on my blog and I'll be like, I got you thirty notes
1: Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, I think you actually I think I wasn't sure if it was you or if it was uh or Boogie that reblogged the um the photoshopped uh oh, that was Boogie he got me. Yeah. Okay, so it was Boogie who blogged it. Okay, yeah. Boogie, who reblogged my, uh, the the funny little photoshopped uh, Indiana Jones style Mega64 poster that I made.
4: I still think Sean should have been in it. Barbara, it wouldn't be offensive if Sean was a lady. Well,
1: (laughs) well, you don't
4: dress like one.
1: Well, well, let's give us a little bit of context (laughs) for those who don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Basically, there's just been, on on, on Eric Bador's Tumblr, this person messaged that he wasn't being enough of a gay rights crusader, I believe, and, you know, oh, Eric...
4: No. no, it was, um, someone asked him, so I heard you're a huge fan of gays and weed, and he's like, I'm a crusader of both.
1: And, yeah, and then I think someone said, like, you're not a big enough crusader, and it doesn't take a whole lot to, like, be a crusader. And then Eric responded in his usual sarcastic way, and that became, like, a big running joke. And then, I think Rocco entered the fray on his Tumblr, and then someone posted to his inbox, Rocco, Bodie and Eric Bador in the last gay crusade.
0: <laughs>
1: which, which I thought was just hilarious. And And then Rocco like responded like I would kill to see someone make an Indiana Jones style poster of that, and I saw that and I was like, hey, I could do that, and and then I did, and it turned out like shit, but beautiful, I love it. it, It's it's good shit.
4: A real poster.
1: Yeah, yeah, not quite, but uh... (laughs) (laughs) sure. I
4: especially
1: uh, love Derek. I love that Derek face. Yeah. Yeah, that Derek face gets used a lot, I noticed, in photoshops of <laughs> but, but,
4: um, Mega64. I had um, someone from the community make an A-team one. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I don't even remember who did it. I'm the worst.
1: That's a good one. I would um,
4: drop them right now.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that, like, the whole Mega64 fan community, like, all four of us are part of that, you know, and we have all have been around, you know, you guys may have been around a little bit longer than I have, and I, Rachel, I don't know how long you've been a fan of Mega64 for, um...
4: Um, I was mostly quiet a lot, I didn't really say
1: much.
4: hmm I'm finally walking into the community.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was like that, like when I first started, like late two thousand ten, and then by like early two thousand eleven, I started becoming more vocal and making fan videos and posting on the forums and stuff like that.
4: Like uh,
1: two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay, so yeah, you're.
4: And then I didn't say anything until like two
1: thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah, but you're still longer than me, so. But I don't
4: much like... Cred. <laughs> you don't like me now.
1: But um, but yeah, I just I just feel like it's great, you know, that Mega sixty four has been able to foster this great community, you know, and and Kelly, you know, you you went from being sort of a fan to like you know doing like an actual, you know, uh, yeah article it, on them that was published in the paper, crazy. yeah.
3: Cause I don't know if you remember, but one of the first things I did was write a response to Rocco's article in... Uh, GamePro magazine, which is now defunct. But that was like when I graduated and like I was like, I'm going to be a writer. And I was like, I saw that and that made me want to, like, that made me actually write something and respond to it, of course. And I emailed it to GamePro and nothing happened, uh, of oh. course. But like, it was always in the back of my head. It's like, these guys are willing to, like, you know, talk to me and give me a chance. So, mm-hmm. like, when I finally did get this internship, it was just sort of like, oh, I get to write, what am I going to write about? And then I, and of course, they were nice enough to let me interview them. So, like, yeah, they definitely uh, had a special place in my heart for them just because <laughs> they've been there since, like, I feel like people go through a second I, I, like a second sort of a- adolescent phase like in their in their 20s where they don't know what they want to do and they they're unsure themselves uh, that's how I felt when I graduated from college anyway um and this is really corny uh and probably like super, too personal but yeah like Mega64 was something that like made me happy because it was I could tell that these guys were somewhat like-minded like uh and like they were doing great stuff and uh i looked up to them and now it's just like oh yeah they're just some dudes who are doing this thing and it's cool you know so
1: hey you know anyway I, hey well thank you for sharing that cuz i've i felt the same way too you know and uh, i'm sure a lot of mega 64 fans feel the same way you know
3: I hope that made sense I felt like I was just rambling for two minutes
1: <laughs> no it, it made sense um, and and hey you know what um, I'll I guess I'll talk about this publicly for the first time but one of my goals as a as a filmmaker as a documentary filmmaker as is you know to maybe one day make a uh, a Mega Sixty Four documentary, t- sort of uh, cinema verite style documentary, you know that sort of is uh, capturing maybe their production on version four or something like that, and and you know covering also maybe the history of Mega Sixty Four and their impact and something like that, and you know it's just a uh, I think they've definitely been inspirations for a lot of people, including myself, in terms of their humor style and, you know, and, and the way they produce content, so, yeah. Yeah,
3: that was actually a big part of the interview that didn't make it because it didn't really fit in, but I did talk to them for, like, 20 minutes about, like, their the community and the fan base and how it sort of grew and and also how game days got started I briefly mentioned game days like that I went to it but uh, I wish I could have talked more about the, the fan base it just didn't there was really no room to put it in
0: but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah well, they seem def- definitely like Im- humbled and by by it all <laughs> absolutely
1: absolutely What was great about your article, Kelly, was that you just, you went into a bit more depth, I think, you know, about, about, you know, uh, about their humor style and stuff like that and their, and their craft and, you know, and how they, and, and, and their sort of their place in, I guess, internet, you know, culture, or as you put it, internet counterculture. You know.
3: Yeah, I coined that. That well, I didn't coin the phrase, but that was my idea to to use that to describe them. Isn't that
4: cool? Are you impressed? <laughs> the coolest! I'm really impressed right now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: I'd be your best friend. Yay!
3: We could talk <laughs> about Drag Race. Yes. Are you hyped? I'm so hyped.
4: Oh, February. Why aren't you here? I know.
1: Yeah, you guys are a big fan of uh, the show RuPaul's Drag Race. I take yeah.
4: It? I think I uh, I you to-
1: it. You did. You did.
4: Yeah. I think um, RuPaul's Drag Race is like wrestling for women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as of, as opposed to normal wrestling, which is just for men.
4: I used to watch. I did, I, I watched wrestling. Watch wrestling. I love love wrestling. I just I feel like it's the same guilty shame level. Mm-hmm. You're
1: like.
4: Technically I should be into this, but I feel like I shouldn't. This is a bad reality show.
1: Every every like person who I see is a fan of wrestling. Seems like they simultaneously love it, but they also hate it. <laughs> you know? It's uh, just like I don't yeah. know. It's weird. It's one of the, it looks like it seems like one of those weird love-hate relationships or something. I don't know.
4: I feel that way about, like, Power Rangers. I love it, but I hate talking to people about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's it's really mostly considered a kid's show, and you feel weird when you talk about stuff you liked when you were a kid as an adult, you know? But, I don't know, I'm sure some people, you know, I still talk about Edda and Nettie, you know? And I liked that when I was, like, eight years old. Yeah, so.
4: but, like, I'm not around my friends. I'm around people from work. They <laughs> they see my Power Rangers backpack. They know what I'm up to.
1: Well, where do you work?
4: Pinkberry. It's a yogurt shop.
1: Uh, Good I'm, place. I've eaten there before.
4: Yeah. And I, for the record, the, the 50 cent extra for the milk chocolate crunch, so not worth it. You guys are wasting your money.
2: Never gotten it. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, I've never gotten that either. So. Um,
4: it's like rabbit diarrhea. You don't want it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a pleasant image. <laughs> You're
4: welcome. That's what I think of every day when I move it into a smaller tub. I'm just like, oh, poop.
2: <laughs> it's The chocolate crunchies are good, though.
4: No, man. They're not. No,
2: they're, they're pretty good. Tasty. I nope. like them. <laughs> uh one time i had a layover somewhere i was going to uh i think one of the paxes i had a layover and the airport had a pink berry and i got one cup and then i sat down with it and then a few minutes later uh Warren inspector got a cup and he sat down like a few feet away from me
1: holy shit
2: kidding yeah no i'm not kidding that's uh,
1: awesome
2: i think he was going to pax too and uh I didn't there's talk a, to him, Is There's
3: a Pax 2? But... No, I'm, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> no, uh... Um, no, but he, he sat down a few feet away from me. I didn't talk to him, but I pretty much just kinda sat there while I waited for my flight the whole time, and over the course of, like, I don't know, maybe half an hour, hour, he bought, like, three cups of pink berry and ate them all. It was insane. That guy loves pink berry.
4: Why didn't he just get a large? I don't know. <laughs>
2: he just kept buying it. It was making me laugh for some reason.
4: it small.
2: I don't know. It did. It looked like a decent size. It was definitely wasn't a small. It was at least a medium. Okay, I'll tell
4: uh, you this. Mediums eight ounces. He could have just ate a take home just right there. It was twenty five ounces of just pure yogurt.
2: I don't know, but he loved the stuff and it was cracking me up just cause like I knew it was him because not only did it look like him, but he he was wearing like this like extra, extra large like button down that just completely on one side had Mickey and on the other side had Goofy and I was like, Oh yeah, that's definitely Warren Spector Like just a huge like Mickey and Goofy like on his uh on his button down and that was making me laugh, just watching Warren Spector there and this this like huge button down with Mickey and Goofy on it, just eating all this ping berry. I don't know. It was It's probably one of those stories that's funnier if you're there, but...
4: Yeah, it's fine.
2: I I was cracking up.
1: I'm just trying to... (laughs) I'm just trying to imagine the creator of Deus Ex in a fucking Mickey and Goofy extra large sweater eating yogurt over and over (laughs) again. I love it.
2: Loving it. He He was into it. He was into Pinkberry.
1: Warren Spector loves Pinkberry that's the title of this podcast
0: yeah
1: (laughs) uh but yeah um speaking of Warren Spector and video games we're just gonna segue um um what uh what video games have you have you all been playing lately uh Rachel, since since you're the guest, do you want to go? Do you want to go first? What uh, what have well, you been up to?
4: True. I tend to have my hands in separate games constantly.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I'm always playing civilizations in SimCity, so just that's just like something I just do when I'm bored. And I've been going back to um, Dishonored. I really like Dishonored.
1: Oh yeah, that's uh, that's the Plus, uh, game.
4: Out, so I just got yeah. that, and it's real damn good
1: yeah, it's I, I've, yeah I've heard mixed it's
4: a fan girl.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I've heard mixed things about Dishonored personally uh. I don't know I know some people that really like that game some people that really don't so I don't know if but... you
4: don't like Dishonored then you're full of poop
1: <laughs> there you go
4: quote me on that
1: you heard it here folks it's um, original. Nice. Yeah, and so what, uh, do you play mostly the newer civilizations in SimCity, or the yeah, older?
4: I have all the new stuff.
1: Okay. What did you think of the new SimCity, considering like it I, got plagued with so many problems?
4: I loved it! I, like, I love that it was plagued with a problem because I got a free game out of it. I got Mass Effect on my computer.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. They gave a free game. About that. Yeah, EA gave a free game out to everyone. That's right.
4: Told me like straight up before I went there. They're like, "Look, this game's not going to work for a week, but after that, you get a free game." Can you do that? And I'm like, I am so in. I want a free game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who told you that?
4: No, I wish that could have been told to me. Oh, I you? oh okay. Away. It's the same thing that would happen. <laughs> no one's ever optimistic when it comes to video games. They always get cranky. They you know, look at the negatives.
1: Why do you think that is?
4: Because everyone's just spoiled. They're spoiled. Microsoft, my thing doesn't work. Give me a brand new thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think it's a little bit more complicated than that.
0: It's just.
4: People just bitch and moan, man.
1: Yeah, it's the internet, though. You know, I think a lot of people bitch and moan about a lot of things. It just really, it's just really—it's all about what you bitch and moan about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um.
4: I think it's more about doing more moaning than bitching.
1: And actually d- doing something. Where? What's the this... difference? What's the difference
2: <laughs> between the bitching and moaning?
4: Um, bitching is negative, and moaning isn't always negative. <laughs> huh. Real talk. Never.
2: Huh? Never thought about it.
0: That That's bit.
1: true. Yeah, I've never thought about that way either. Um. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. Oh wow! I've never heard someone say moaning was never not negative. You you you're blowing my mind right now. Rachel. No, it's a sex thing. You
0: wouldn't.
4: Never
2: under- never you- thought about positive moaning outside of sex. <laughs> throw it down on the table.
1: Okay. What?
4: You don't true. just walk around and moan. Never. <laughs> I guess I'm the weird one.
1: Apparently, no. Um. No, but yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people can complain about a lot of shit on the internet, especially on video games. But I think a lot of it sometimes can be valid if they don't like. If 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 you know if something is genuinely like shitty, I think people. Should be able to say their opinion about it, you know.
4: I feel like people kind of overreact some of those songs, like, "Oh no, it's our
1: 911." <laughs> mm-hmm. Xbox One is our 911. <laughs> oh god!
4: And it really is. It really is their 911. It's over.
1: <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Xbox One, never forget.
4: <laughs> hey, don't make Xbox One jokes yet, it's too soon.
1: It's too soon. People were making people were making Xbox One jokes as soon as they found out the name. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was calling it X-Bone and all that shit. Ugh. But, uh, enough about the Xbox. Thanks for your... Thanks for sharing, Rachel. Um, You're
4: very welcome.
1: Uh, Kelly, what have you been up to? What have you been playing lately these past huh. couple weeks?
3: Hmm, I've been playing, maintain the video game website game. You know,
1: <laughs>
3: you know, honestly, like.
1: Is that for the it, PC or consoles? Or uh, mobile PC. games. Okay.
3: Um, it's funny because like, like doing this internship is actually taken away from my video game playing time um and i feel i feel like when i'm at working like a full-time job i actually it's like easier to find time and play games than doing this for some reason uh i guess because when i'm actually sitting down in front of the computer like the last thing i want to do is sit more and play more you know um but I've been playing Dance Central mostly. That's still fun. And uh, I'm going to MAGFest in uh, the first week of January. So um, I've been practicing Dance Central because I was thinking of entering the tournament. I think they're going to have a Dance Central 3 tournament. They have so many tournaments. They have a huge arcade there. Oh, wow. Um, so it's mostly like, yeah, I play that because it's a game and you get exercise from that. Um, and I got a bunch of... I already got some new games from um, my friends. I recently got DJ Hero 2. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm not a big collector of ga- of video games. Like, I don't have a huge impressive collection um, like a lot of people do, but I do enjoy collecting rhythm games. I have every DDR for the PlayStation and PlayStation 2. And, um, you know, I have... Uh, Beatmania, and I have a, a, a metal metal DDR pad and a Pump It Up pad. Oh wow! Um, so I I'm glad I have DJ Hero two to add to my collection. Um, and I also recently received The Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. That uh, how's uh, how's that been?
3: so you know I haven't started it yet, rob because this may shock some people but I have never finished the original link to the past
2: okay oh, uh, you're, lucky sh- I, you're lucky I was sitting down yes.
3: <laughs> I mentioned i think I've mentioned on this podcast before that I'm not a huge Nintendo fan like i I, I missed that whole I, I don't know how I missed all that but like, I'm not a big Zelda fan. You know, I've only played like a couple Mario games, um, and I know a lot of people are freaking out right now. It's okay, um, it's yeah. under control. You
1: sound, sound like you sound like you sound like Jeff Keighley at the VGXs right
4: now. <laughs> Seriously, I've never played a Zelda in my life, and I feel like
1: it's too late to go back. <laughs> oh.
4: I feel like it's a huge, like, nostalgia kind of thing.
3: It really is, because I played Ocarina of Time, and I was like, this isn't... The... I don't get it. I'm sorry. It's...
1: <laughs> gotta, gotta keep it controversial. I'm it not seems. trying
3: to, <laughs> though. It's just like... It's, it's a good game, but it's like... I, I don't know, man.
1: Have you played the 3DS version?
3: Yeah, I played the 3DS ver- version. Okay. That's Z targeting whatever, is whatever. It's, I guess it wouldn't be. Would it be Z targeting?
1: On the three DS, it would yeah. be. No, it wouldn't be Z targeting.
3: Yeah. Um. I just don't like that sort of. I haven't played a lot of. I don't like games where. What is it? A Zelda game like?
1: It's action adventure game.
3: Action adventure ha- sort of kind of hack and slash games where it relies a lot on your. Reflexes, I guess And I'm not good at those So
1: Your reflexes aren't up to Yes, shape. it's
3: the person who likes rhythm games I don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever You know, some people but I, Like uh, it, some anyway,
3: Like, Link to the Past is good I like Link to the Past more than Ocarina of Time Honestly, uh, mm-hmm. those are the only two Zelda games I've played And I haven't, but I haven't finished Link to the Past. I got, like, I know I made it halfway, at least, because I made it to the Shadow World. What is it? The Shadow World that... So, my goal is to finish that, and then I'm going to play A Link Between Worlds. Nice. And I'm excited because I saw uh, my friend Max playing it, and it looks like a lot of fun. And I... And, like I said, I like Link to the Past, um, so I think I'll enjoy it yeah.
1: a lot. Yeah, yeah, Max, uh, yeah, is, a uh, Max a big Nintendo fan?
3: Max is just a big video game fan, like, everything, <laughs> but, yeah, he's a, he's a big Nintendo fan. Yeah. He loves, he likes Zelda, um, he loves... Mario, he, he loves uh, Paper Mario a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, and he loves Smash Brothers. Yeah. And all that, all that, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, hey Kelly, I, I gotta keep it controversial here as well. I've never played A Link to the Past. Um, I've only played the original Zelda on the NES, uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and. Uh, Wind Waker, and my favorite Legend of Zelda, uh, Twilight Princess. What, um, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Not>
3: that often. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, you don't hear that, and uh, no joke, my favorite Mario game is Super Mario Sunshine. My favorite my favorite 3D Mario game is Super Mario Sunshine. And a oh, lot of people... A lot so
4: of... much. Are you kidding me? I played the living fuck out of that game. I don't know why anyone hated it
1: uh I think people have legitimate reasons why they don't like that game I think I think mostly the story sort of story, story sort of sucked um and I guess because it was just so different from 64 you know and and a lot of other Mario games you know I, I feel like a lot of people rejected it. And there was also, at times, there were definitely slightly large difficulty spikes. But, I don't know. I just love that it was, like, so goofy and different and sort of out there. And, I don't know. It's a good game. Yeah. I-, I think it's a great game, but not everyone agrees. It's
4: the internet. If you got anyone to agree, it would be a miracle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, there you go. I, I still need to check out Link to the Past and, uh, and hopefully Link Between Worlds as well because I've heard great things about both. So. But yeah, uh, thank you, Kelly, for your for your recommendations for what you've been playing lately.
3: Or about
1: to play. Or you're about to play. Getting, getting, getting yoked for those new Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and uh, Eric, have you played anything new lately? Or are you um, been...
2: No, I've still just been playing uh, Ace Attorney, the new Ace Attorney, um, lately. But I talked about that on the last podcast, and on the last, like, seven podcasts, I've probably talked about the series as a whole, so I won't talk about it again, but uh, I will use uh, this time here to talk about, uh, apparently today on iTunes, uh, Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, which I think I talked about on one of the... Early podcast that I was on. you did. Uh, uh, that's like one of my favorite games ever. It's on sale on iTunes right now for only a buck. Oh wow! Uh, yeah I
3: that's saw like, that.
2: That's that's one of my top three favorite games ever. I think I bought that game when it was originally like thirty dollars, like back before like a 3DS even came out and like DS was the games. And I thought I got my pl- my money my money's worth plenty on that when I bought it for thirty bucks. So I think anyone who can get it for right now is like pract- for a buck is practically stealing the game. So if you have not checked out that game. Like, I don't know, go get it right now, holy shit. Definitely. Like, please do, please do, it's only a dollar. Check that out. Absolutely.
1: love God.
3: Really good game.
1: Hey, and you know what, I just actually noticed as well, uh, the first two Fallout games are for free on uh, GOG, God of Games.
2: Yeah, I heard some kind of deal about
1: Fallout too. Yeah. Which is just, like, incredible. That they're just putting those games out for free for like 48 hours. Considering like how huge those games are. You get like dozens of hours out of each of them. If not like hundreds of hours. And uh... Yeah, apparently it's because of a rights issue. Because Interplay is losing the rights to sell the first three Fallout games. Fallout, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics. Um, because of the whole lawsuit with Bethesda, so I think the rights are gonna revert to Bethesda and they're gonna start selling the first three fallout games, apparently so should should be interesting though i've never played the original two fallout games, but i've heard nothing but great things so mm-hmm. I mean. But in terms of video games that I've played recently, I've been playing uh Telltale's The Walking Dead season 1 again to sort of get ready for the upcoming season 2, which is premiering next Tuesday. I'm really excited for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you guys played any of those games?
3: Oh yeah.
1: What what do you You uh... mean
3: you mean the one game of...
1: Well, oh yeah, I mean I guess I mean I guess I meant like the multiple episodes. But yeah, yeah, technically yeah. It's I wasn't sure if you
3: meant the episodes or if you meant like all of Telltale's games. But... Well,
1: I played a bunch of other Telltale games too, but I guess I've only uh,
3: played Walking Dead and Walking
1: I... Dead's really fun. Yeah.
3: And, and and the uh you played the um the DLC, right? Yes,
1: the four hundred days DLC. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was interesting uh a bit short, but it was it was interesting in the some of the stuff they did in terms of telling the non-linear story. Um, I don't know, Eric or Rachel, if you've played Telltale's The Walking Dead yet or not.
2: Uh, I haven't, but I've had a lot of people recommend that to me. Like, a lot, like, more than usual when there's, like, a good game out I haven't played. So I think I might check that out as soon as, like, my finals and stuff are over.
1: Nice.
4: You're gonna hate me. I have it installed on my computer, and I've never played it.
0: (laughs)
1: Well, you should get on it before season two premieres it's It's five episodes
4: That's I have to do, so i'm gonna procrastinate about it, <laughs> it.
1: Well, each episode's about two hours each, whoa. and there's five episodes, so it's about ten hours. whoa, you know, which I think you know for a twenty dollar game, I think is worth it, and if you buy it during like a sale, usually it's like. God, it's for the past year it's been on sale so many times for like five bucks, ten bucks, so yeah, but I think even like normal price, like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, it's still worth it. So and uh yeah, I can't wait for season two. The new trailer just came out and I'll I'll put that in a link dump. But uh yeah, it looks great and I cannot wait to to go back into the Walking Dead universe. Um because, uh, I don't know, I mean, I haven't read the comics, and I don't like the show anymore, <laughs> so it's like the game is the only Walking Dead-related thing that I actually have seen and enjoyed. So. Yeah,
3: it's, it's definitely, as someone who actually reads the comic and watches the TV show, uh, the game is the best. The game is the best part of that uh, franchise.
1: Yeah, that's what I've
0: heard
3: and yeah the and it's really it's really different like the the three things are could not be more different from each other. I've never seen a well, I don't know many things that are all three of those things uh as well, but mm-hmm. um yeah, they're really different, especially the game because uh I believe Glenn is the only character that is actually in the video game that is from the comic and the TV show. But he's only in there for, a, a, like, an episode, I think.
1: Well, Glenn and Herschel.
3: Oh, yeah, Herschel. Uh, forgot about Herschel, because he's so different. Um,
1: yeah, in the show.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, What's interesting,
1: though, is that the, co- the the video game is more of an adaptation of the comics, which is nice, but... How, pe- how so? Because they, they sort of take inspiration from the comic books more so than the TV show, apparently. They do? Mm-hmm. It just in terms of, like, the background, I guess. and uh, But apparently season two may be tying a bit more into the show, so I don't know.
3: I don't you know I don't think the show is very good but I still watch it and I'm not sure why I think it's out of curiosity to see how, what they changed from the comic sure more than anything <laughs> and, and and Glenn and Maggie that's really yeah yeah
1: because
0: how
3: often do you see a, a white female and an Asian male paired up romantically in a television show eh,
1: not a whole lot no especially on a mainstream show
3: yeah um I'll admit that's one of the reasons why I watch it because I think it's I, it's interesting.
1: I really... The only reason I watched The Walking Dead and I, I've watched season four sort of on and off, I guess, uh, was Andrew Lincoln. I think he's the best actor on that show. Hands down.
3: Oh, you mean uh, Bumble... whatever his name is? What? <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know what his real name is?
1: Uh, Rick Grimes?
3: No, no, no. Uh, Andrew Lincoln was born Andrew James Clutterbuck.
1: <laughs> what?
3: That's not his real name. <laughs> his name is his real name is Clutterbuck. <laughs> Clutterbuck. Yeah. Oh Jesus. So English.
1: That is such English <laughs> name. Oh my God. That's like Benedict Cumberbatch levels of English naming. Oh my God. That's great, um, but yeah, that's the only reason I really watch The Walking Dead is because of Andrew Clumber Buck. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Lincoln, he's great. Um, especially last season, I thought he was great in the first half. Second half, not so much. But um, yeah, I guess to get into TV shows and all that, I guess we'll go with the. Uh, normal bits and segments we do here and and rachel i don't know if you're familiar or not i think you are that every week we do a segment where we recommend a movie a tv show or an anime or all three all right uh you know that we've watched you know either recently or, or or maybe just that we love and you know that we could recommend to the good viewers out there so do you want to go? Do you want to go first, Rachel? Since you're you're our guest.
4: Um, yeah, sure. Um, I'm really into At Midnight, the TV show on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. It's right after um, Colbert, and it's just like three comedians making jokes about stuff that's on the internet. And it's like, who's the funniest person on TV tonight? And it's such a good show because they get really, really good comedians. Not like crap it's like the best
1: Mhm.
4: one of my favorite shows nice Doug Benson was on it three times and he lost all three times
1: who was on it all three times?
4: Doug Benson
1: oh oh, that's cool yeah Doug Benson is, is, is pretty funny for the most part yeah but
4: yeah so- there's, there was a ton of different comedians on it like seriously, there's the guy from Sarah Silverman show, mm-hmm. the, one of the Asian, I'm not the Asian, one of the ginger guys, I don't know why I said Asian, um, <laughs> ginger's the exact opposite, um, what else, I know there was a lot more people, anyways, yeah, at midnight, watch it,
1: cool, so, sounds like an interesting show. You know, seems like usually the the seg the slots after Colbert Report usually don't do that well. But yeah, it sounds sounds interesting. Sounds cool.
4: Yeah.
1: Now, is there like a host to the show? Or? Yeah, it's, um, I think it's
4: his name is Chris Hardwick.
1: Oh, uh, Chris Hardwick. Okay. Yeah, that's him. He hosts a lot of stuff. It seems yeah. like.
4: Yeah way too busy man
1: yeah he's a busy guy uh I don't know a lot of people I feel like don't like Chris Hardwick but I think he's a It's really funny he's a hardworking guy and he can be pretty funny sometimes
4: he's not like I wouldn't say he's my favorite comedian or anything like that but I think he's funny and I'm not mad that he's ever on the show
1: yeah I, I feel the same way Yeah. You know
4: well, I guess he's
0: here yeah.
1: I it's it's not like I actively like despise every time he comes on or something, so but I'm not like overly I'm not like overly enthusiastic every time he comes out either.
4: Personally I'd prefer like Joel Haym I mean not Joel Heyman. Joel McHale. Joel
1: McHale. I actually I prefer Joel Heyman, but I don't
4: think that's
1: I think everyone that's a fan of Joel Heyman would per- would want more Joel Heyman. <laughs> I
4: love him because he's so crazy.
1: But um, yeah, Joel McHale, he's pretty funny too. Yeah.
4: Um,
1: except, I, I mean, I don't
4: like him in Community. That's the weird thing.
1: Huh. I I, I was yeah. Actor I mean, as person, I hate mm-hmm. him in Community. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't really watch Community, so.
4: Do, so I, I don't mean. really
1: yeah. I mean I don't really know him Much from that but I just always knew him From The Soup so. Yeah
4: I wa- I've i been watching that since, For like six years I literally think it might be yeah.
1: six years Yeah it's been going on for a while I don't know Kelly what? and Eric if you've Watched The Soup
2: I I was actually really big into it in high school I used to watch it a lot in high school But I haven't watched it since high school So yeah I've watched it in at least four years
4: It's still really funny
2: uh, that, that's good to know yeah because I I, sometimes I do wonder how that show has been doing
4: it's the only thing I go to um, the e-network for
1: That's the only yeah. good thing on the e-network it seems you
4: kidding me? I want to watch keeping up with the Kardashians don't tell yeah, me there's...
1: is that show still going
4: I guess so uh, I sit on the soup all the time
1: Uh Christ
4: I don't even know what's going on anymore
1: I mean, that show probably got a big ratings boost when Kanye West started dating Kim Kardashian, I'm sure. So I
4: feel like it's mutually beneficial
1: to them. He's oh, made, of course. His
4: videos, he's in her boring videos.
1: Yeah, like uh, that bound two music video.
4: I love the remake. It's so great. Bound like... three. Yeah, that was so good.
1: Yeah. Kelly Kelly and Eric, I don't know if you've seen either of these videos. But, uh, which, which videos are they again? It, it's the, it's one, the first video is, is Kanye West's official video for one of his songs off his new album called Bound 2. And it's just like... Oh, I've
2: heard of it. It's just, I've heard of it. It's but...
1: just... I, I mean, I'll put it in the link dump for those yeah. who haven't seen it. I'll but,
3: watch
1: it on mute now. Yeah. It's it's basically... it's It's just pictures of, like, rolling hills, horses stampeding can't long like aerial shots of canyons and clouds a lot of stop motion time-lapse photography um and then it's just him against a green screen just rapping and then on a motorcycle and the motorcycle's not even moving and then kim kardashian is naked like riding on the front of the motorcycle and it's just the most ridiculous music video ever jesus
4: And then the one I like is the remake with Seth. Um,
1: Yeah, Seth Rogen and James Frank. Yeah, that's
2: how I heard about it was the
1: remake.
4: Super sexy. I like the horses.
1: And and you know what's weird? I, I like that song. I think that's a good song, but the music video... The music video just ruins it. It just fucking ruins the song. It's so sad.
4: That song is terrible.
1: Oh, now who's the Debbie Downer? Um, bad
4: game. I mean a bad song, man.
1: Uh, I I I'll I'll admit I, I like Kanye West's music. Maybe no, I don't no. like him that much as maybe a person, but I, I, I like most of his music. But that's just me. I don't want to get into that uh can yeah. of worms, but uh, yeah. Yeah, bound two, bound three, check it out. <laughs> Was
3: there a bound one?
1: No, it's it's a reference to a song that Kanye West sampled called Bound, so he made the sequel, Bound 2. Oh, okay. But anyway, Rachel, thank you very much for your recommendations. I don't know if you want to recommend anything else, but... I
4: don't know, I'll think about it.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Kelly, what would you yeah. recommend this week?
3: Uh, let's see, what have I... I watched a movie. When did I watch this? Mm. Oh, I watched it in October. Did I not mention... I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast, though. Um, it's called Little Big Soldier.
1: Uh, no, you didn't mention Little Big Soldier. Or
3: Da Bing Zhao Zhang. Uh, it's... It's on Netflix. Um, it's Chinese... And it stars Jackie Chan and Wang Lee Hom. I know about it because... So you can actually, you can see Jackie Chan. Uh, it's actually from 2010. So you can see Jackie Chan in a movie from three years ago. And he's speaking Chinese, which is cool. Um, and... I, I heard about it because Wang Lee Hom, the other act, uh, actor, is a singer that I really like. Um, he's actually American. Uh, he has a really cool story because um, he's from New York City I believe Um, yeah he was born in Rochester and I believe the story goes this is from my memory uh, he's super talented you know like can play a bunch of instruments and he tried to become a singer in America and he sung. He had his first album, I believe, is entirely in English. But I guess you know because maybe because he's Asian or whatever, he couldn't. He just didn't get a big break. So he actually became fluent in Mandarin.
1: Oh wow! Like
3: when he was 18, like he started getting serious about learning Chinese,
1: mm-hmm. and then
3: he became a huge star in Taiwan and uh, Asia um cuz he's taiwanese american um so uh that's that's kind of his story and and now you know he's an actor and a and a producer and s- musician and like Jackie Chan has said that he's like the gods have blessed him too much because he's so mega super talented and smart and is also incredibly handsome <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and he's probably like, if I had to pick like a favorite solo artist singer, it'd probably be Wong Lee Hong Um, so that's why I heard about the movie and I was like, Oh, and Jackie Chan. And it's a comedy. Uh, and uh, I think it, basically, um, Wong Lee home plays, uh, the general of this army and Jackie Chan kidnaps him after, uh, a, a fight where like everyone was slaughtered. Uh, Jackie Chan is plays like this co- uh, cowardly um, soldier who pretends to be dead, and then so he and then he k- kidnaps the general, and then like it's just the story of him trying to drag him back to collect uh, his reward. And, uh, and so it's part comedy, part, part martial arts, um, and it's set in ancient China. And huh. it it was it was pretty good. Uh, it's only an hour and a half, um, and uh, it's a good thing I didn't don't know my ancient Chinese history because I probably wouldn't would have figured out how it ended. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. It's funny because it's a, it's a comedy, but there are some things that happen that are like kind of sad and kind of like really the, the mood shifts are kind of I, I i get those a lot in in asian movies i feel more so than in like western movies where the tone more or less it like it, it doesn't really shift? They don't really shift yeah exactly it doesn't shift as much um so i think it would be interesting just from a sort of a academic or cultural standpoint just to Check it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's cool just to see like I, this is the, I think the second Jackie Chan movie I've seen where um it, it, that's like it, it's Chinese so I I saw one where he was younger and I don't remember what the name of it was but that was really enjoyable. Have you guys seen any uh, Chinese Jackie Chan movies?
1: I've seen. Oh god, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think Jackie Chan was in this. It was Drunken Master.
3: Oh, um, that might have. I think that was the one I saw.
1: Yeah, I've seen the. I've seen the first two of those, the Drunken Master movies. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed those. Um. Yeah. It's a bit weird though when Jackie Chan said that like the U.S. was the most corrupt nation in the world, and
3: when did that happen? He went. He
1: Jackie Chan said like some very nationalist type stuff recently, like Whoops. a few months ago, and it was really weird because I hear, oh, man. He, he lives in a country that is one of the only communist countries left in the world and is probably one of the most corrupt in the world. So, I don't know. I just thought that was very ironic that he's very nationalistic.
3: Didn't didn't hear that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I like him as a, as a martial artist, though. I think he's great. And he's been in some pretty good movies. So He's a singer, too. Really? Yep. Oh, I did not know that.
3: I believe he sang the Chinese version of Be a Man from Mulan.
1: Oh, wow. That's cool. Very cool. Well... Wow. Well, I don't unless unless you have any more movies to recommend, Kelly. Uh, thank no, you.
3: No, that's I'll recommend Little Big Soldier, and then also for music, I'll say check out Wong Lee Home.
1: Wong Lee Home. <laughs> Hell they yeah. They tie in
3: together.
1: Hell yeah! Thank you for your recommendation. sounds Sounds very interesting. Uh, Eric, what have you been watching or or reading? If you've read any manga lately, we've had a bunch no. of manga stuff.
2: I'm surprised manga has become as popular on this podcast as it has. I didn't think uh, it would, like, because I barely read manga except for, like, one or two little offbeat things. And I read all, like, the Dragon Ball stuff, but, man, every time someone suggests a manga, I'm like, damn, like, this many people read manga? I didn't know that. Um, So, yeah, it's just been interesting to me lately. But uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of my little recommendation, uh, uh, earlier today I watched the – what is it, like, the – mid season finale of uh, american horror story uh, coven and mm. that that's definitely been a uh, this has been a season that's been really up and down like there's some cool stuff and then there's some like goofy stupid stuff and like it's kind of kind of been all over the place for me but the way that this episode ended I actually really liked I was I was very into it by the time that this episode ended so yeah that'll be my recommendation for uh, this week is to check out the new season of American Horror Story. Um, It's a good time to get into it, too, because right now they're taking a break, and I don't think the new episode is supposed to uh, premiere until, like, January 8th or something like that. It's not coming back until... So, you've got, like, three, four weeks now to catch up on the, the first nine episodes of the season, so there you go. Yeah. Like I said, it's up and down, but I think if you stick with it, you'll definitely get something out of it.
1: Yeah, and plus the first two seasons are on Netflix, if you want to check out those, but what's cool about American Horror Story, we talked about it last week when Joe Childs talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's
2: why I'm talking about it now, is because he mostly plugged the first season, which is good, but I just wanted to give my little uh, input on how the third season's doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, but yeah, it was cool, I was going to say, what's cool about American Horror Story is that it's an anthology series, so, you know, you can jump into any season really, and you won't have to worry about continuity or serialization or anything like that so
2: yeah exactly you could just start with season three and it'll be a brand new story you don't have to nothing from the past seasons will tie into this the only thing that's the same is that it's made by the same people and they use like even the same actors so yeah if if you watch the previous seasons you'll recognize a lot of familiar faces in this season but otherwise yeah story-wise it's totally fresh you could just start from season three episode one and bam you're on it
1: yeah there you go well, well, thank you very much, Eric, for your recommendation. Yeah, no problem. Um, and my recommendation this week is going to be just a movie. And it's going to be the movie Her, Spike Jonze's new film. Um, I recently saw an advanced screening of the film yesterday. And uh, I have to say, uh, it's probably my favorite Spike Jones film. And that's saying a lot, considering I absolutely love adaptation and being John Malkovich. And uh, you know, I, I thought it was beautiful, uh, and just in terms of the cinematography and set design, and I thought it was extremely touching, and it's and it's a, uh, it's love story, um, and. You know, I thought the performances by Joaquin Phoenix and and uh, Amy Adams and and Rooney Mara and Chris Pratt were great, and and I and most and especially Scarlett Johansson, who, uh, man, she just was so good as the AI Samantha. It's it's if anyone should get nominated for awards for like a voice, it, it should be her. Dang, she was really good. And I'm not a huge Scarlett Johansson fan. I really liked her in Lost in Translation, and, and she does fine and as the Black Widow. But, um...
4: Every movie.
1: What's up? Rachel? I like
4: her in every single movie, because I get to look at her.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, greatest
4: you... actress ever.
1: Yeah, you and every other scene. Heter- <laughs> well, Scarlett Johansson is very beautiful. She's um,
0: smoking.
1: Woo! Yeah. Um, yeah, she's very beautiful. And I'm sure Kelly agrees as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> Charlotte Johansson, finally this podcast approved.
1: Uh, That's but, what people
4: have been waiting for, our words.
1: Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a, a, a podcast awards at the end of the year. Oh, sort gosh. of. So, well... Or, Are we giving or, out, like, cash prizes? Yeah, we're giving out $5 cash prizes. Oh,
4: gosh. <laughs> wow.
2: Lines, folks.
1: No, but, um... But, no, but,
4: um... Are we giving community awards, you know, for the people?
1: <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. I feel but, like uh... they're
4: the only ones who will appreciate $5. <laughs> I feel like if, you send Mega, like, if you send Mega64 or My- Microsoft $5, they're just going to be like...
0: Okay,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, who knows. We got we still got some time to figure it out, but um but yeah, Scarlett Johansson is a beautiful woman, but uh, yeah, she's great in her and it's just it's a fantastic movie. Can't recommend it enough. When it comes out December 18th, go see it. It's it's I'll great. See Scarlett Johansson's butt. You don't see her butt in in her.
2: Oh, she...
4: No, I can't
1: she play my pre-order at
4: some point uh,
1: you know you what the camera at one point no I mean technically you see her body like the AI's body but it's just a camera with a with a it's just an, uh, like a phone with a camera so that's the closest that she gets to like an actual body I guess yeah it's just it's it's one of the most unique films I've ever seen. And Spike Jones seems like he's all about making pretty unique films, so this was right up his alley, and I thought it was great. So, you know, definitely that's my recommendation for this week. So now we're gonna go into, uh, I guess, finally, since we've been getting emails, we can finally uh, read read some new emails. Yay! And so. Uh, we have one new email uh, from Mr. Louis Jane, um, and it's a two-part email, and the first part of the email is a reaction to Rhett's uh, hair shaving story from oh last God. week, oh God. and it's just one sentence that reads, I fucking use a razor, what the fuck, man? So... Thank you, Lewis, for your reaction. We we
2: tried to Um, tell him, Lewis. I'm sorry. We tried to tell him.
1: Yeah, we we tried to tell him, but it was was too late. Um,
4: Hey, he's got to be a hot guy someday. Somehow, he has to shave all that hair, but...
1: Is he trying to be a hot guy, though, or a hot girl?
4: Why not both?
1: True,
3: true, true. You leave your gender binaries out of this, mister.
1: Shit, I'm too, yeah. he- I'm too heteronormous. This cast was
2: last episode.
4: <laughs> Kelly and I are really transgender friendly over here.
1: Shit, I'm sorry. We
4: false drag race. We know what's up. True,
1: true. These
4: are sob stories.
1: Um, yeah. Shouts out to all the LGBTQ listeners of the South Shock podcast.
4: Represent.
0: We
1: love you all. Keep on doing what you're doing. You're all lovely human beings. Um, but yeah, so that's the first part of Lewis's email. Uh, the second part is a question, and his question is What is the most embarrassing thing you have done to another person? And then he shares his little story. Uh, For me, I was on a bus, and at the front, they have seats that fold down. I was sitting next to one when an elderly lady got on the bus and had nowhere else to sit. I thought I'd help her out by unfolding the chair for her, as it's quite stiff. So I do it, and she goes to sit down. As she is almost touching the seat, it just automatically folds back up, and she ends up just (laughs) sitting on the ground, unable to get up. Gee, aww. Everyone on the bus is now looking at me, thinking I did it on purpose, and someone else helps the lady up before I can, can. so now I look like an even bigger dick. The woman's there shaking her head at me and cursing. I just had to get off the bus ASAP, so the next stop, so I just got off with the whole bus still staring at me. I was still about 30 minutes from my destination, and the next bus wasn't for another 45. But I just knew I couldn't stay on that bus. So... There you go. The question is, what is the most embarrassing thing you have done to another person?
0: Ooh, that's rough.
1: So, so uh, uh, Rachel, what has been the most embarrassing thing you have done to another person?
4: I don't know if this is embarrassing. More so, I think it's more embarrassing for me, and it's cruel to the other person. I was hanging out with these two guys in my freshman year of high school, and I really wanted them to be my friends. And they had kind of like a cruel sense of humor, so I had to like try to fit in. And he, they're like, "Hey, Rachel, you see this my leftover food?" And they handed it to me. They're like, "Throw it! Just throw it in that direction. Don't look." And I'm like, "What? Just throw it. It'll be funny." What? Throw it! So I threw the food, and it hit this guy directly. It like had chocolate milk in it, and rice, and soy sauce, and it got all over him. And I felt so bad, and I never talked to that guy about it, ever. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, I threw something at him, and I never said sorry.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, just a little food fight among friends.
4: I'm a horrible person.
1: Nah, you're pretty cool. you like
4: had to, like, go home and get changed, or, like, he got directly
1: on him. Uh. Eh. Whatever. At least it was just food and not, you know, something worse.
2: What could be what? worse than food?
1: A mm, oh. lot, lot of things.
4: To, like, bring poop to school and
2: throw yeah, it? Yeah, what are you, throwing shit around?
1: I don't know. There's other stuff you can throw at people. I don't know. I mean, not shit. just food. You're
2: thinking it. You're thinking shit. I'm not
1: thinking about shit. I'm thinking about, like, objects.
4: Oh, okay. I was thinking something dirtier.
1: No, I was thinking, like, throwing, like... Like, throw up? Like, like throw no, up. like... Like barf? Like, basketballs at people's heads. Oh, uh, I'd rather I've have a basketball that. thrown
2: at me than, like, uh, messy stuff.
4: Yeah, me too.
2: I could take the pain. I can't wash my clothes. <laughs>
1: I could take the pain, but I can't wash my clothes. <laughs> uh, I hate
2: stains. Fuck
0: them. Fuck I'll
2: stains. Get, I'll,
0: I'll
2: get, bruises will go away. Stains might not wash out.
1: <laughs> well, well there you go. There you go. There you go. That that's Rachel's embarrassing story.
0: Sorry about it. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Uh Kelly, do you have an embarrassing story to about what you maybe have done um, towards someone?
3: Um Eric, do you have one?
2: Um I think I'm... We stuck. already
3: told a pretty good one.
2: I, that was, like, totally, like, 100% embarrassment over me, though. That was... That... If Ryan was on this podcast, he could talk about last week's story, or the one story that I told on here about, uh, the, the My Little Pony thing, about me. That was a case where I think Ryan embarrassed me, personally. So, that that would be... Oh. But, no, I don't have... Yeah, you go.
3: I thought of... I thought of something. It's actually... It's probably a better one than this. Um but it's funny cuz this is related to the story i was telling earlier about going into new york city for that date
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh so at we went and got dim sum and uh 12-0-5. afterwards we went and got coffee and 12-0-5. sorry if you can hear anything in the background um
1: <laughs> i heard 1205
3: <12-0-5. laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's that's Jen in the background. Um, Shouts
1: so out,
2: anyway, to Jin.
3: Shout out to Shout Shoutouts to Jen.
2: This is a story um, embarrassing Jen right now.
3: Yeah. Um. This. No. This isn't Jen. This is. This is some guy. This was the first day I met this guy, and. Uh, we were drinking coffee, and I was in the middle of sipping my coffee, and he said something really. Oh, I remember what he said too. Um.
1: <laughs> it's <reluctant the> <laughs> What's going on, Jin? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, uh. Uh.
1: Don't worry about it.
3: Uh, okay. So, uh, I was with my other friend, said something like, my other friend doesn't like coffee, and the dude I was with got, um, got black coffee, uh, uh, iced black coffee. I don't know many people who do that, like, just take their iced coffee, like, completely black, no sugar or anything. And my friend friend said, made a comment about how that it tastes like assholes. And and then that didn't make me laugh, but this dude that I was on the date with said, he, he looked at the coffee and then he said, I don't think there's any asshole in here, and he said it so deadpan and seriously. I was in the middle of drinking, and I, I did a spit take. Like I, I laughed all <laughs> over this dude's je- like the dude. This first date I was on with this dude, I, I just spit coffee all over his jeans, <laughs> at, like the front <laughs> of his jeans. Uh, and uh, and he, like, he just he didn't mind or anything, but of I was. I was so, I felt so bad, I was, because I, I, like, was trying to, like, clean his jeans up with napkins and stuff, and I was just like, I'm so sorry, this is kind of your fault, though, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a really cool story, but it's the only thing I can think of right
1: now. Well, it's it's obvious that, you know, you know, how, how long ago was this story?
3: Uh, this is, like, three years ago.
1: Three years ago. Well, three years later, uh, you're telling it on a podcast, so obviously, yeah. it turned out, you know, well for somebody. What? <laughs> it turned out well for for somebody at least. So. Yeah. <laughs> Those stained pants were worth it in the end, <laughs> all to tell a story. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, when we had din- dim sum, he tried to pour me tea, and he pour- poured half of it on the table. <laughs>
1: Well, at least he didn't pour half of it on you.
3: Yeah, exactly. And At least he didn't spit half of it onto me, which is what I did. And, <laughs> and it was coffee, so... Black coffee, so... Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, well, thank you for sharing, Kelly. Uh, I think it's still pretty embarrassing and funny, so... Um, Eric, have you thought of one?
2: Uh, Yeah, kinda. I don't know if this is embarrassing or if I just... Did something wrong, but uh, to this person. But uh, one time I was at a like small local uh, like an anime, sci-fi, and like horror convention here that. Oh, used to I
1: think I, I know what you're talking about. It's in Stony Brook. Um.
2: Yeah, it used to be held at the school where I go to now. It's not any. It's not anymore, but it used to. Um, yeah. But I. Yeah, I went there a few times in uh, throughout high school. I don't go there anymore i stopped going there once I started doing like bigger conventions like packs and all that junk but uh no uh yeah, I used to go there when I was in high school uh with a bunch of my friends and uh one year I think I was like fifteen I went with uh another friend of mine who was female and um she cosplayed as like a final fantasy character I forget which one, but it wasn't but it was one that uh didn't exactly dress like uh Fully clothed, like she had. She was. It was. It was kind of like. I guess you could. I don't know. It wasn't like provocative, but it was like. I don't know what the fuck to call it. If I knew the character, I could just tell you it easily, but I can't recall it. But
0: mm-hmm. anyway, the point is,
2: maybe she. It was. It was a cosplay that involved like a top piece, like across her chest, and like you saw her stomach, and then like sort of like a skirt thing, and that was it. So, uh, all, you know, all throughout those conventions, you see a lot of people with like free hug signs and shit, and like. Oh, come here, get free hugs. If you want free hugs, and I, I don't know. I think all that stuff is dumb, and we were ta- and we were eating lunch and talking about how dumb that was. So then I was like, would it be funny if uh, we set one of those up, but you hold the sign, and then when guys come up to hug you, like I'll hug them instead, and then that'll be it. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that'll be really funny. Let's do that. So we made the sign, and then I was like, all right, I was like, yeah, just stand there, and then when guys start trying to come up to hug you, I'll hug them instead. But then, uh, guys started coming up to her, and they were like super fucking really gross and nasty looking, and I don't want to touch them.
0: <laughs> so I didn't
2: do anything. I just pretty much sat there, finished my lunch while she sat there holding this sign, like waiting for me to like come in. But she ended up being hugged by like 20 gross dudes, and I think she felt like scarred by that afterwards.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
2: And I was just like, I don't know. Didn't seem right to intervene. I'm sorry, but I don't want to. I don't want to admit that, like, oh, they're too gross for me to hug, so I pass them on to you. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't want to get in the way. It seemed like you had it going pretty good, whatever. But I don't know if that was embarrassing for her per se, because I mean, who really saw it except for like me and the gross guys? But uh, that that was that was something that I I feel kind of bad about. That it's like, oh, sorry, I did that to you. so it was a little embarrassing but at the same time I knew it was my fault so it was like well Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to laugh at her for this but whatever
1: yeah that's that's great though uh are you still friends with that girl uh
2: no I wasn't friends with her for very long uh not not because of that (laughs) uh but no I don't talk to her anymore oh
1: well at least you got a funny story out of out of it all
2: yeah, they're the Yeah, she she was she was she's pretty she's pretty big dork there. I got a lot of funny stories out of her that I might tell in future podcasts, but for now I leave you with that.
1: Oh, well, leave us on a teaser. I see. Yeah. Um I guess for me I, I have too many embarrassing stories just of like accidentally pushing people down on the playground in like elementary school mm-hmm. or uh or uh <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> I guess I don't know, this is gonna be like super personal. But I guess like the most recent thing I can think of where I embarrassed someone. It was more like I embarrassed myself and this person. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh god. I was I I was with an ex girlfriend that I had been seeing for a couple of weeks. And uh, we were you know we were doing stuff and uh <laughs> we and I accidentally <laughs> I accidentally farted her face.
2: Jesus
1: <laughs> And, uh, it was, it was just, <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty bad, uh, <laughs> but, um, to her credit, I was, like, super, like, blushing and super embarrassed, but she was, like, laughing, and she sort of just took it in stride for the most part, which was good. But, um, yeah, it sort of, it it sort of killed the mood, uh, to say the least. So, um, yeah. Wait,
2: how would you accidentally fart in her face? (laughs) Were you guys trying to, like, 69 or some shit? Uh,
1: yeah, 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 you could say that. I don't really want... I don't. I don't really want to go into like intimate details. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, it was. It was. It was sort of like a sixty-nine. Uh, sort of.
3: It was a 60, uh, eight. sixty-eight.
2: Sixty-eight.
3: But might have been it seventy. We might,
2: we might have made it to <laughs> seventy.
1: Yeah. It, it. It. was more like. It. Yeah. It. it I don't know. It was.
4: Enough dirty talk. This is a. Family show, family... Yeah, vehicle. this
1: is a family show, family vehicle, but... Wants to do this? It, it was... Let's just say that, that I was just was, trying
2: to figure it out.
1: I, I don't know. It was... I don't know. It's just, like, she was... I, I don't want to... Because, like, it didn't... I'm not going to lie. The relationship didn't end well. And I don't want to say, like, mean things about her. You know? So... Because you oh.
3: farted
1: in her face? <laughs> <laughs> it was... It's not, (laughs) it's not, it's not because, it's not just that, it's just like, I don't know. Just part of it. Part of it, but also she was into some, some interesting stuff, and, and, you know, so, you know, it's, it's whatever, it it was, it was, it was embarrassing, it's like the most recent embarrassing story I can think of, but it was really more embarrassing for me than for her. She sort of took it in stride. I think it's
3: pretty embarrassing right now. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That's my story. And then, and then two weeks later we broke up. So, there we go. Not saying that didn't have anything to do with it, but, uh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It It just wasn't meant to be. I guess. I don't know. She had had other issues, unfortunately, but, I don't know, that's another time to talk about my ex-girlfriends, but, uh, yeah.
3: If you have any questions about Rob's ex-girlfriends, please email them to, what is it, self-shock podcast at gmail.
1: Dot com?
2: Or if you would like Rob to give you some tips on 69ing without farting, you can, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah if you yeah you know, what are your reactions to my story I mean rats gotten so much gotten so much flack like give, give me some of that flack now yeah yeah so email to the podcast if your reactions at selfsho podcast at com. <laughs> what do you think I was doing that I was sort of not 69 <laughs> Uh no, but, uh, yeah. So that, that that's it for embarrassing stories. Yeah. Uh, only, only the best, highest quality stories that make us all look good from now on. Um. But, yeah. Um. I think with that, we're gonna call it a podcast, I think. Um. I think that's the perfect way to end it on. If if you don't mind me saying, you know. No, I don't so. <laughs> um Yeah, I just wanted to thank um, I want to thank Rachel for coming on. It was great having you on, Rachel. Aw, um, thanks.
4: It was great being here.
1: And uh, Kelly, uh, uh, thank you for for returning uh, after your brief hiatus. It was, it's great having you on as always.
4: Yeah, I hope I'm um, back again. <laughs> I probably won't be back again, you know, because I'm Dang. so creepy. Declaring,
2: declaring it.
4: Yeah, no one wants to that. I'm, I won't well, be fan favorite. I know it.
2: We don't. Well, that—that's.
4: I'll be safe. the Eric of this podcast.
0: No one wants here.
1: You're not gonna be the Eric of this podcast. <laughs> Believe me. I think the level of hate towards Eric Bedore is just so fucking retarded.
4: I love it, because then he just gets to be funny all the time.
1: I know. That's like, that's the one God, good thing. I have
4: to insult
1: you. I like you. I just wish he didn't have to suffer so much.
4: He's like our Jesus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bedore is is like our Jesus.
4: Yeah, he's suffering for the sins.
1: He's, he's suffering for the sins of the Mega64 oh, fan community. What's
4: Eric? Oh.
1: oh. God. But, uh, enough about Eric. He's a cool guy, but...
4: No, he's um, my God.
1: Eric is a God. Uh, hurry up with his damn croissant. Um. But, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So... Once again, uh, Rachel, where can the good people find you on social media?
4: Um, Ray Charles Barkley at Tumblr.com, man.
1: Do you have a Twitter?
4: I don't Twitter.
1: Oh, look of- at you. You, you. Whoa, whoa! You join yeah. the you join the ranks of Jennifer Lawrence and, and Daniel Radcliffe, it seems.
4: Yeah, I'm not on Twitter.
2: There
1: so- you
4: go. <laughs> don't tweet <laughs> me anything
1: well just,
2: it's impossible to.
4: just kidding tweet me some dick pics <laughs> impossible
1: and uh yeah and you also run the, the mega 64 fan tumblr yeah right? now
4: putting mega 64 um just literally type in the tag mega 64 on tumblr you'll find us eventually
1: Yeah, and you'll probably get a reblog if you post something with the mega 64 tag
4: Yeah, just tag anything Mega64. I swear to God, I will reblog the shit out of it.
1: Very cool. And, uh... Kelly, where can the good people find you on social media and elsewhere?
3: Uh, uh, let's see. Twitter, Kelly Burke. uh, With an underscore. underscore, uh, And if you want to see the Mega64 article, the one article that I have right now, it's on... Kill screen. If you just type in kill screen Mega sixty four, you should find it. If you want to, if you want to read it. Uh,
0: Very this, cool. This
3: guy. Ugh. shut up.
1: <laughs> Shouts out to Jin. What's his Twitter? Uh... <laughs>
3: Jin's off the grid.
1: Oh, really? You can okay. only
3: hear him here in the background of the Cell Shock podcast.
1: There you go. But uh. Also, do you still write for uh, that blog that you uh, mentioned? Uh, a I couple haven't, weeks?
3: haven't written anything in a while. Maybe, uh, j- just uh, if you really want to, you, you can find me. But I'm not going to advertise anything. Else.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Lekala, and and Eric, where can the good people find you?
2: I don't have a Tumblr, but I do have a Twitter, and it's the same Twitter. Every week, the same Twitter, I always plug. Ricky Bear, Twitter.com, Ricky Bear. And, uh, yeah, that and uh, Facebook, eBay.com, spelled out, com with a K. Check it out on Facebook.
1: There you go. And you can find me, uh, Tumblr, at robertpiggott.tumblr.com. You can find me on Twitter, at Dr. and YouTube... At uh, JediFan421. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, once again, we're going to go out on a track off Ethan Avila's new album. And uh, hope you guys have, well, hope you guys and gals uh, have a great good morning, good afternoon, and good night, whatever time you're listening to the podcast. So long, everybody.
4: To loo. Bye.